more stories afterwards. Um, over a pint. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Um, oh, welcome. Let me add my welcome again. It's great. It's great to have you here. I don't know how your day started uh, today. Um, mine began, we opened the, the front door uh, and there was hot water running out of a pipe from the inside of our house onto the path outside. And I thought, oh man, that is not good. It doesn't, it doesn't look good. Uh, and a plumber couldn't come out. And I thought, this is the last thing I need when we're going away to the church weekend away uh, this weekend. But thankfully, I'm not doing very much at the church weekend away. <laughs> I was only down to do one thing, and that's on Sunday morning. Um, but then I got a phone call from Beth. Uh, poor Steve. Let, let me just fill you in a little. Steve is, is feeling li- proper poorly. He, something has just floored him. And he's been in bed uh, all day. I thought, it's not that bad. You know, just toughen up. Um, drag yourself here, but uh, it seems he is, he's been feeling really rough all day. He is hoping to come um, tomorrow, so that's the plan, uh, that he will come and join us tomorrow. We'll see how he's doing tonight. So w- what we're going to do is, he's, he sent me um, his first talk, which is kind of, <laughs> which is a kind of intro on um, this topic we're thinking about. If he's coming tomorrow, we'll just carry on smoothly. Um, if he doesn't come tomorrow, we'll just have a think about what we might do again. I don't know if you think about that. The, the Heidelberg Catechism, one of the questions and answers it has, what do you believe about the providence of God? And it says this at the end, uh, that all things, all things come not by chance, but by his fatherly hand. Uh, and that's a, that's a great reassurance, isn't it? Who knows that in God's providence, this might be, this might be the year that you think, you think back on it and think, do you remember that year when God spoke to us in those ways, did those things amongst us, just encouraged our fellowship? Yeah, it was the year when Steve didn't make it. <laughs> it was the year uh, when it was raining in Derbyshire all weekend. It was the year we hear, heard, that, um, heard that strange interview um, <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> and all, all those other things. All, all things, all things come not by chance, but by his fatherly hand. And so we trust in God. We rely not on ourselves, but on him and what he might, uh, might want to do and say with us. But that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to think through. Steve was just going to have a, a kind of introduction into this, this topic. He's given me his notes, and um, I'm going to go through. Well, we're going to go through them together for the next 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I'm going to send you away with some discussion questions as well, just uh, to think about. Let me pray again. And we'll, we'll begin. Um, Father, we, we do pray for, um, uh, for Steve. He is very dear to us. Uh, and we know he will be, uh, he'll feel even sadder than we are at the moment that he's not here. And he'll be longing to come. Uh, and so we ask if it is in your good pleasure and will, would you restore him to good health? Would you heal him? Make him feel better for, uh, just for his own uh, sake, we we don't want him to feel unwell, and um, uh, and also so that he can be here with us. And we pray for ourselves even this evening as we begin to think about this topic. We are a church family together, so do help us to think these things through in light of your word, and to encourage one another. Uh, we ask it in your Son's precious name, the Lord Jesus. Amen. Um. Paul got us started really helpfully, didn't he? Getting us thinking about all sorts of uh, things that can uh, make us uh, 
make us feel afraid. And fear, fear is, it is part of our, our world, isn't it, in all sorts of uh, ways. And we have a funny relationship with fear. A number of years ago, um, Jules and I visited New York, and I'd looked on different things that we might want to... Uh, this wasn't in Steve's talk, by the way, that he visited <laughs> New York with my wife. I added, there might be a couple of bits I've added in. Jules and I visited New York, uh, and I looked about things we might want to do. I saw Coney Island, which is down the south of Manhattan uh, Island, which is like Blackpool with all of the charm taken out of it. Um, and there's an old wooden roller coaster there called the Cyclone. It's one of the, the oldest ones, apparently, in, in the world. And they're always going to close it down because it's a bit dangerous. And I thought it'd be terrific to go on it. And I persuaded Jules. Uh, and we, we queue up and we get on it. And we're quite near the front. And it starts off. And it's very rickety. And it feels like it's coming off the tracks. And Jules, Jules starts to scream. And I think, yeah, that's good, isn't it? That's what you do in a roller coaster. We want a bit of screaming because it's all very exciting. And then she kept screaming. Uh, and kept screaming, and I thought, oh, this is a different kind of being afraid, isn't it? This is a not liking it afraid. And I looked around the track and thought, it goes on for ages. And I sat for the rest of the time saying, we're almost at the end. <laughs> it's, it's almost over. As soon as we got off, I went on again. Um, <laughs> and I got seats right at the front, and she said, not a chance. Um, we, we have funny relationships with fear in all sorts of ways, don't we? Uh, it's in our world, from, from scary fairy tales, uh, teenage vampire movies, horror films people watch, uh, roller coasters, all, all those kind of things. It, at times we are afraid of things and we're drawn to fear, aren't we? There's sometimes we, we like scares, which is an intriguing thing. Uh, we have a funny relationship um, with it. Uh, fear is in the world in all, in all sorts of ways, and it's it's also in, in our Bibles as well. The Bible seems to know um, that we're afraid of all sorts of things. Uh, you know if you've read much of the Bible, it crops up in all sorts of uh, different places. In, in the Psalms, uh, we'll come across passages like this where the psalmist writes, My heart is in anguish within me. Uh, the terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, Oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and, and be at rest. The Bible knows our need for comfort in fear. You, you know that from a young age. Uh, the other night, uh, one, of, one of our boys said, Daddy, I think I saw something in the corner of our room. You remember those kind of feelings when you're younger? I think I saw something in the shadows. Uh, and I reassured him. And then I was... Um, downstairs, and I heard the thumping bump, bump, bump upstairs. And when I went back up, he'd left his bed and gone into his brother's room and made up a little bed on the floor just to be beside someone else. Uh, you, you know those feelings from a young age, oh, oh, that I had the wings of a dove and could just remove myself, go somewhere else, be comforted, be with somebody that I know is there. Uh, there's lots of situations we wish we could do that in. The Bible speaks to those things. I don't know uh, how, you've, how you've come to this weekend. I imagine there's all sorts of different things going on. Maybe as you've thought about this topic of fear, uh, things come to mind in a very pressing way. Uh, the 23rd Psalm, one of the famous Psalms of the Bible that many people turn to, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Uh, the psalmist, David, speaks of those things, that knowing God 
following him doesn't, doesn't remove all fear in this life. Things are frightening in the world we live in, but it speaks of a God who is with us and can be known uh, in our fears as well. And the Bible knows that at the heart of salvation, at the heart uh, of the gospel story of coming to know Christ is a move out of fear and into sonship. And Steve, God willing, if he's able to be here with us, is going to explore some of that, what it means to move, uh, to move from that kind of overwhelming sense of fear in life to knowing we're adopted and loved by God uh, through Christ. Uh, fear is, is in our world, it's, it's in our Bibles. Um, actually, did that one come up as well? And it's needed. Oh, it's funny, it's not come up on the screen, the little... Oh, I've got to click it on here. I've not been adding those on, have I? It's needed for a proper worship of God uh, as well. It's a complex thing, isn't it? Paul mentioned it right at the start, the fear of the Lord. Uh, it's good for us. Uh, fear is a major part of what it means to live a godly life and what it is involved in the proper worship of our God. And the Psalms are helpful for us. Uh, again, let me click this on. Fear the Lord, you, his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. Uh, God, in his right place, uh, helps us think about everything else. And then at the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, uh, we read these words, Fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. Uh, we're going to be thinking about some of these things, hopefully, over the weekend. Our relationship with fear, how they come together, how the gospel speaks into them, and how it wants to move is to have a right fear of the Lord uh, that leads us to putting Him in His proper place, to worship Him properly, and also can reassure us and move us from that kind of overwhelming kind of fear to a reassurance of, of sonship. Uh, Steve was going to get us to watch a little video. Have we got that? Have we got that up at the back? Sam, here's Will Smith. Steve wanted us to see this and have a think about it. Skydiving is a really interesting confront with fear. <laughs> so I got to stand up. I got to stand up. You go out the night before and you, you, know, you take a drink with your friends and somebody says, yeah, we should go skydiving tomorrow. And you go, yeah, we'll go skydiving tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and you go, yeah. And everybody goes, yeah. And you go home, by, you by yourself, you're like, hmm. <laughs> right, you're like, well, yeah, I mean, they, they was drunk too. <laughs> so then that night you're laying in your bed and you just keep, <sighs> and you're terrified. You keep imagining over and over again, jumping out of an airplane and you can't figure out why you would do that. So you get there, and then you have the safety brief. And you're standing there, and the guys will tell you, well, if the chute doesn't open, what's going to happen is you're doing, you, well, why the hell, why, what could happen? <laughs> so you get onto the airplane, and you're sitting there, and, and you know, it's extra because you're sitting on some dude's lap, some stranger, <laughs> trying to make small talk. Yeah, man. You, so you do, you'd, be, you'd be jumping with people all the time, huh? <laughs> 
So you fly and you go up to 14,000 feet and somebody opens the door. And in that moment, you realize you've never been in a freaking airplane with the door open. <laughs> terror, 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 terror. And then people start going out of the airplane. And the guy walks you up to the end of the thing and you're standing and your toes are on the edge and you're looking out down to death. They say, on three. One. Two. And he pushes you on two because people grab on three. And you fall out of the airplane. And in one second, you realize that it's the most blissful experience of your life. You're flying. There's zero fear. You realize that the point of maximum danger is the point of minimum fear. The lesson for me was, why were you scared in your bed the night before? What do you need that fear for? Everything up to the stepping out, there's actually no reason to be scared. And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. And God placed the best things in life on the other side of fear. That was my experience with, uh, with skydiving and fear. All right. All right. So, so pract practically speaking. But I didn't like that take. I'm going to do it again. Back to the top. <laughs> I spoke to Steve on the phone. He said, are you sure? Say, I'm not sure. He, he said he's not totally convinced by Will Smith at the end of that. But look, here, I'm, we're, not, we're going to discuss in groups. I'm going to give you some questions that Steve put up for us. Um, and can you note those down? Because maybe in the bar afterwards or sitting somewhere having a coffee, you, you can chat about these. Let me read them out just in case uh, you can't read them. Uh, the first one is, is Will Smith right? What do you think? Does God place all the best things in life, the far side of fear? You got a little pen, you can note that down or someone nearby. Or photograph them on your mobile device. That's the other thing you could do. <laughs> Let me read out the second question again. Fear, fear has been called, it's an intriguing question, isn't it? Fear has been called a false prophet. It says things to us that are not true. Fear has been called a false prophet. Has that been your experience? I knew some guys who did the tandem jump. Um, and I said to them, oh, does it feel like flying? And they said to me, no, it felt like falling towards the ground very, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, maybe you've done one. You can tell me um, uh, what, you think it, what you think it was like. And then um, here's the last question as well. Just when, we, when we're sitting chatting later, if you want some questions to think through, what, why do you think you know, we are drawn towards fear? Why do you think at times it has that kind of attraction towards us, even our thinking and stuff we like to do? Why are we drawn uh, towards it? Um, let me pray briefly, and then I'll hand back to Paul. Is that right, Paul? Uh, Father, thank you for uh, this time together. Thank you for as we begin to, to look uh, at what you say in your word to us for our good as we think about this topic of fear. Please speak to us this weekend and help us to encourage one another. We ask it in Jesus' name.
Amen.